Welcome to the Moon Matters Podcast. My name is Delena. I'm a professional astrologer, certified meditation teacher, practicing Stoic, Buddhist, and former scientist. Moon Matters is my way of helping people understand their personal mythology and the stories that reside within themselves. Astrology isn't just personality. It's our fate, our karma, our hero's journey. Most of my podcasts will be lecture style where you follow along, learn astrology, and then apply it on your own. But for this first episode, I'm going to keep it light and talk about big threes, specifically my own big three. If I'm going to be the disembodied voice in your head teaching you about astrology, you might as well know who your teacher is. The big three in astrology, they're important because they give a quick rundown of someone. While we should always take the entire chart into consideration, which is something you'll hear me say often, the big three gives us a snapshot of information that can be really insightful. I'll be going over all these placements in a lot more detail in other episodes, but for now, let's just talk about my big three a little bit. I'm a Sagittarius sun, Aries moon, and Libra rising, and every time I say it, I have to have a little laugh because that Libra rising is tired. She is so tired of the Sagittarius and Aries shenanigans. When people first meet me, I can seem really aloof or overly polite, and that's all my Libra rising. I tend to describe myself as shy, but when I say that to my husband, he rolls his eyes and he laughs. So we've decided, we talked about it, and I'm not quite shy, but I'm pragmatic. The Libra Rising likes to get all the details and all the info. I'm a very active listener, and I really love to take in information from people. So it's not that I'm shy or aloof, I guess, but I'm more pragmatic. And But it does make me come off as kind of cold at first, but that doesn't last very long with the Sagittarius and Aries energy pounding on the door. Our rising sign isn't just our persona or our mask either. It also impacts our actual physical body, our character, and the ideals that we aspire towards in life. As a Libra rising, harmony, beauty, aesthetics, unity, all those things are near and dear to me. I think the Libran part of me just really wants to make sure everyone is comfortable and I'm communicating in a way that doesn't overwhelm people. Because I can be a lot. I'm high energy. I'm a fast talker, fast mover, fast walker, shake and bake, baby. Like, let's go. I want to make sure I'm not overwhelming people with my fire. I want to warm them and invite them in with my fire and bolster them and boost them up. But I never want to overwhelm them. So my Libra really acts as the checks and balances there, which I'm honestly extremely grateful for. I have a bunch of Sagittarius placements, so even though I'm a night chart and Mars is the ruler of my chart, which those are all things you'll get into in all the later episodes, but yes, I am technically a Mars world person. Even though I have all that going on, I feel very close to Sagittarius energy because I have so many Sagittarius placements. I embody the whimsy and the carelessness of Sagittarius pretty much constantly. It's hard to take anything seriously sometimes because I have such a philosophical outlook on life. It's like, what is time? What is money? What is fame when we all die in the end? (laughs) And that's also my stoic practices and outlooks coming through as well. Being such a philosophical person definitely comes from my Sagittarius energy. I even remember back when I was a scientist in one of my job performance reviews, it was both a positive and a negative. The word philosophical was written down and circled, and it was both positive and a negative, which I find very funny. I feel my Sagittarius energy so much, but I cannot deny that I'm an Aries moon through and through. The moon rolls everything around me, period. My Aries moon is like 
an angsty punk rocker that never grew up. It wasn't a phase. The Aries moon can either be white hot rage or blinding passion. And I have my meditation and Buddhist practices to thank for calming that rage and getting that under control. But don't get it twisted. The rage hasn't died. The fire hasn't been snuffed out. It's just directed and honed in a way that's a lot more beneficial to both myself and others. And that's the beautiful thing about astrology. We can learn our big three and then the rest of the chart, and we're really learning who we are. Astrology isn't about changing who we are or getting down on ourselves for our placements that we don't like or placements that are traditionally more difficult to deal with. It's about the acceptance of our fate and ultimately ourselves. When we learn about who we are and how we operate, we can embrace our fate in a way that actually makes it work for us instead of just us constantly working against it or working to change it in some way. Because yeah, I could have kept on being a fiery, uncontrollable asshole. That's absolutely one way I could have taken this energy that was given to me. But at some point, I looked around and I realized that that wasn't it, man. Like, that, that didn't have the juice. So I got real with myself. I got real with my wounds. And I explored the merit in the mud, as I like to say. The merit in the mud, the, the goodness that can come out of obstacles and hardship. And again, that's more of my stoic practice coming out. Astrology is a journey of self-discovery and an exploration of fate. What we're working with is fated energy and fate itself can't be changed. But what can be changed is our actions and our responses to fate. I'm sure you'll learn more about me as the episodes march on, but thank you for popping in on this first one just to learn a little bit about me and my big three and just kind of who I am just a little bit. Throughout this podcast, we'll explore astrology, tarot, palmistry, and probably even a little stoic thought here and there. I hope these teachings serve you well on your astrological journey and that they just allow you to see the beauty in fate. If you want more astrological content, you can check out my website, moonmattersastrology.com. You'll find blog posts, additional audio lectures, and you can even book an astrological consultation with me if my books are open. The best way to keep up to date with my work is to sign up for my mailing list on my website. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Until next time, later days. Later days.